Hey everybody, we are reading Leviticus chapter 12, uh, which is part of the laws that God gives Moses for the people of Israel. And this law in particular speaks to purification after childbirth. And one of the, we're going to be looking at Leviticus and Numbers this whole week. And one of the easy things that we can do to read this badly is to read it in our cultural context. Uh, 2018 America, because when we remember what a lot of ancient cultures were like um, and the struggles that they had to go through, then these laws that to us may seem onerous or discriminatory, we realize are in many ways protectionist. Mm -hmm. And so we see here that uh, when a woman gives birth to a child, uh, she's unclean seven days. And again, unclean does not mean sinful, Right? It just It's means, not like you have the plague. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just means like you just need to be separated for a little bit. Which uh, at the time would often mean not doing any work, mm-hmm. being indoors, mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of indoors just kind of around. Yeah, be like in right? your tent. Like in your tent. And um, a lot of washing. A lot of washing, which also didn't happen all that frequently. In a desert especially. Yes. Okay, so and then um, uh, and uh, for a son, she'd be uh, uh, unclean for seven days. Uh, Someone would get circumcised, then she would do 43 more days. Of, 33. 33. Sorry, 33 more so days. 40 so 40 days, days total. total. So, and then for a girl, it was two weeks, uh, and then 66 days for a total of 80 days. Now, we'll t- talk about the difference, but one of the things that we notice here is essentially what this is, is maternity leave. Yes. This is maternity leave in, and there, there are differences throughout a lot of cultures, but in many ancient cultures, childbirth was not seen as something that should be laborious. Um, even, even in our, culture today, yes. many places don't give maternity leave. Right? Or even sometimes our society kind of pressures um, women to get back to work. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was, I was telling Hannah about, I remember a scene in The Good Earth by Pearl S. Buck in which uh, the wife who is pregnant goes out to work in the field and while she's working gives birth and then continues to work and this was seen in the culture like that a virtuous thing as a virtuous thing this was like oh that's what a good woman should do is like not even skip a beat mm-hmm. and god here is like yo skip some beats <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah so um and as a woman who's given birth i really appreciate that like uh, yeah for uh for women who have given birth it's hard on your body it's you are you it's hard to move you have to literally care for an infant you can't sleep very well um you uh it's just a terrible time in a way also wonderful but also a hard time and these uh 40 to 80 days of uh seclusion more or less is actually very helpful for the mom to recover right now why is there a difference well there are some potential biological reasons one is that if the concern is about vaginal discharge that when a woman gives birth to a daughter that actually that daughter will have some vaginal fluid discharge because as well because she has some of the mom's uh <coughs> estrogen it, right. you'll you'll learn this so it might be it. like a double thing um maybe males tended to get more help around the tent and so but women didn't so god was like i'm just gonna put this in there so the mom gets a little extra time with her girl um even if she doesn't have a lot of outside help but to recover right i think there's potentially a societal reason too which is he's just flipping the norms right because you know it's not hard to say that in almost every ancient culture men are valued more highly than women Mm -hmm. and god is like i'm gonna give the daughters twice as much Mm -hmm. downtime um, and we know that there, that 
God is not saying that women are more sinful or daughters are more sinful because of verses uh, 6, 7, and 8 where the offerings for them are the same. Yeah, uh, they both have equal value to God because it's not like, oh, for a, a boy you do a bull and then for a girl you do a, a bird, right? It's No, it's like it's a lamb and then um, a pigeon or a turtle dove or if you're poor, just two turtle doves, which is really cool because this is how we know that Jesus's family was poor. When they brought the offering for when Jesus was, what, seven days old, whatever, they brought two turtle doves, no lambs. Mm, and, well, he was the lamb. Oh, oh, snap! But they still brought two turtle doves. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they did bring a lamb, the lamb of God. But uh, And I think another cool thing here is the 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 kind of offering, that there is a burnt offering, which is a rejoicing offering, right? It's a Thanksgiving kind of offering. But then there's also a sin offering. Mm. And the sin offering we can understand not only is the sin of original sin, of, you know, we're all born with sin, but I think is this acknowledgement that here in this child, there is going to be rejoicing, but there's going to be sin. sin. But that ultimately, verse 7 says that this is for atonement. Um, this is for reunification. This is for reconciliation. Mm-hmm. That this woman and who has given birth, whether it's a son or a daughter, no matter who that son or daughter is, is now a part of that covenant community. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's just really beautiful for all of you, whether you will have kids or won't have kids. Because you were a kid at some point, if you're listening to this. Hashtag facts. Um, you know, to understand that our value from day one, from the very beginning, no matter what your gender or whatever discriminatory markers we may think that we bear, that to God, the value is there. Have a good day. <laughs>